0: Hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of hashtag be inspired by Shaheels. How are you doing today? I trust you're all well and good. And I hope you've given gratitude to God for waking you up this morning. Priceless. I first of all want to say thank you to everyone who's been listening to the podcast. Thank you for your messages, your comments and your reviews. They've been wonderful. Thank you so much. I love you guys. Thank you for those who also left messages for me on the on the website. I'm handling them one at a time and I will definitely get back to you as soon as possible. Well, today I want to talk about something and this has to do with you. Um, It's basically being the best you can be. Now, I've had people send me messages and say, oh, she heals, I don't know what to do, nobody loves me, I grew up in a house where my parents don't have any money, I can't think of anything, nobody wants to help me, this and that, you know, they've gone on and on and on and on and on but the point is this, and I must be firm on this, if you wanna make a difference, you gotta change your life. I mean, this reminds me of something, a film I watched, Sister Act, where Whoopi Goldberg said, if you wanna be somebody... If you want to go somewhere, you got to wake up and pay attention. Oh, sorry. I can't really say but you get the picture. If you want to be somebody, if you want to go somewhere, you got to wake up and pay attention. Now, what does that mean? It's simple. If you want to change your life, you are the one who's going to make the effort. Nobody's going to help you. Not even your parents can. The truth is they've given birth to you. For those of you who are fortunate, who parents have inheritance, even you have to walk at it because the funny thing is, if you don't walk at it, by the time they go and leave the money for you, you will squander it in a few years and then you'll be broke and penniless. And this is not She Hill's talking. This is what actually happens. Have you not seen children who inherited so much money and before you know it or you say Jack Robinson, there's nothing left to remember their parents by and the family name and business, boom, gone down to the dust. Everybody has the responsibility to change their own story. Now, because you were born into a poor family or a wretched family or a rich family, doesn't mean you can't change a story. I know a guy, he's extremely wealthy and he had four sons and honestly speaking, his sons did not know he had money until they turned 21, until the last one was 21 and the oldest was 26 and you ask me how, well this was how, this man grew up with a rich uncle and he had siblings well sorry he had siblings yes he did have He had two siblings and his uncle had four and he went to live with his uncle when he was five because his parents died in a, in a crash now this uncle was so wealthy he spoiled everyone rotten including the uncle but when he died the uncle willed all the money to his own children and didn't give anything to the children because in his will he said he had taken care of his nephews and nieces and he felt that was enough What happened? As soon as this uncle died, the children go on a spending spree, spending the same way their father had spent for them, building houses, buying houses, cars, traveling abroad, drinking champagne, just partying, partying. In three, four years, the money was gone. And this guy sat down and thought, oh my God, look at my cousins. This is how money goes with all the money they left for them. Oh, he learned a lesson. So when he started making money and he met a wife and he said to her look this is what happened to my cousins I don't want it to happen to our children we're gonna live in a small house we're gonna drive a small car but we're gonna have money but they're never gonna know how much money we have and they both agreed so what happens He starts having children, they live in a modest house, they go to private and public schools, no private school for them, they had one car, they got to do their chores, they took on jobs even when they were in school to help to pay for their own pocket money and stuff like that and when the man died, he left them so much and from today, this was like 20 years ago and up till today the company has tripled. In it's earnings and it's getting bigger because this son knew how to manage money now the point is even if you you were from a rich family and you don't learn how to manage your own life by the time your parents die and leave all this money to you you're gonna squander anyway and you're never gonna make it useful you're never gonna leave anything for generations to come now for those of you who were not born with a silver spoon truth is you can get your own silver spoon If you have a lead spoon right now, it is up to you to change that spoon to a gold or a silver spoon or even a platinum spoon and you can do that. But first of all, you have to make that decision to move from where you are to somewhere else and stop complaining. A lot of you, all you do is complain and moan and grumble, but you don't make an effort little drops of water, they say, form a mighty ocean. That means your little efforts, your little steps that you do, determining in yourself that you got to make things right for you, will actually produce results. And if you don't struggle now, you will struggle when you get older. If you struggle and work hard now and with God's blessing, you would make it. But it takes you making an effort. Even God says, I will bless the works of your hand. There has to be something there to be blessed. You can't just go and stand in a field and say, Lord, i have prayed. I want a miracle tomorrow. I want rice growing on this field when you don't even plant it you got to plant something for something to germinate, you got to do something and that goes for school, pay attention to your studies, read, study hard and come up with good grades so that you will get a good job or you'll be able to understand the business that you want to do. If you go to school and do business and you don't even know where business starts from or even how to start it, how are you going to ever make it? If you don't make a decision to change your own life, no one is going to change it for you. Those friends that you think you have now, that are running around around you, promising you heaven and earth, they would leave you alone. People would desert you. Then you'd be left on your own to sort your own life out you gotta sit down now and begin to think and begin to change your story is this how i want to live my life complaining and comparing myself to other people and making excuses and saying that this is the way it's been or you're going to actually rewrite your own story the pen the ink the paper is in your hands write your own story now, don't let what your parents have said to you. Some of your parents have said, you can never make it. Oh no, our families are destined to be poor. You would never be rich. That is not true. You are the author and finisher of your own faith. You've got to write your own story. Now, let me tell you a story of a little guy. Now, I hope he, I hope he makes a difference. Well, this guy grew up with very poor parents. The father was a carpenter and the mom was a maid now she went around helping rich people to take care of their children and tidy their house now when this boy was growing up the father told him look if you want to go ahead just remember Some people were born rich and destined to be rich. And some people were born poor and destined to be poor. Now we are born poor and we're destined to be poor. So don't even try going to be rich. After you finish secondary school, just hang up your uniform and come help me in my carpenter's workshop. And let's just try and make it. My grandfather worked in this workshop. My father worked in this workshop. I am working in this workshop and I'm going to hand it over to you. This is the legacy I'm going to leave you because we're born to be poor. Now this guy was thinking, this can't be true, I can't be born poor, there must be something better. So anyway, his mom decided, she got a new job, so she started taking him to the house of these rich people. Now they had a son as well who was about the same age as him, so they would play football together and you know, when it was time for Christmas they will buy him some things, when it was time for a new term in school they will buy him books and everything. So one of these terms, he came back from school and went straight to meet his mom who was in the house and he had come first in his class. And as the mom was jumping up and rejoicing, the owner of the house, her madame, came in and said, oh, what's going on? And they said, oh, my son, he came first in his class. So the lady looked at her and said, oh my God, you're very smart. Aren't you really smart? You know, I need to, I need to see what do you want to become in the future. And the guy said, oh, ma'am, I want to be a doctor. And the woman said, Oh, that's great. Have you thought of a university? And the boy reeled out the university he wanted to go to and what sort of doctor he wanted to be a pediatrician. And the woman goes, Oh, that's such a big word for a little boy. He said, Yes, I've been reading up on it. And she said, Why do you want to be a pediatrician? I said, Well, it will make my work easier because if I look after old people, you can never tell when they're better, they'll keep mourning and mourning. But if I look after children, as soon as they're better, they I, w- I would know, so that will make my work easier. And the woman laughed and said, He's such a smart boy. Oh, that's interesting. Anyway, to move on ahead, when it was time for him to go back to school, the woman bought him books and how to become a doctor and bought him a new school bag, new pairs shoes and everything. So in excitement, he ran to his dad and said, Dad, 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 look at my book. I'm going to be a doctor. And the dad said, shut up. Why are you deluding yourself? You would never become a doctor. You are a carpenter. Get that into your skull. And as he said that, he tapped the boy on the head and said, get that into your thick skull. Now he was so sad and dejected. And when the mom came, the dad was crossed with hands and said, why do you keep taking this boy to these people? Why do you make him change his mind go all whoppy? He's going he's gonna to lose focus. He's supposed to be focusing on this carpentry, but you're making him focus on becoming a doctor. He will never become one. But the mom didn't believe that. She kept quiet and left and called her son and said, son, don't worry. You are going to be a doctor. I will pray for you. You will not be a carpenter. We cannot all be Carpenters. Somebody has to break this destiny of poverty in our lives. And I know that it's you. Anyway, the boy was happy. Now, the boy went back to school. He hated being a Carpenter. Fortunately, um, a young teacher came to the school and started a Bible study. And it was happening. It happened after school in the evening. So the boy made an excuse to her that, oh, we have a compulsory after school event. And kept going to the Bible study. And on one of these days... The, the, the bible teacher was teaching and he said to them that god can do anything he will never leave you or forsake you whatever you put your hand lay on your hands on god will prosper you know all you have to do is try he will bless the work of your hands and he went to the teacher and asked her and said teacher is this true said, "Yes, of course it is he said but my dad said we're destined to be poor well, i'm going to be a carpenter i can't be a doctor and the teacher sat him down and explain to him how God works, that your father's destiny is not yours. God has a different plan for everybody else, and of course, you can be a doctor. So the boy was happy. He decided not to tell his dad, but he told his mom, and his mom said, "You see, I told you, you will be a doctor." So the boy studied hard, and when it was time for his final exams, his GCSEs, he passed all the subjects with flying colours, passed his university entrance exams, and got into university. Now the issue came for paying your fees. So anyway, the mother went to work one day, and she was so sad, she was crying, and the employer was like, what's wrong with you? I said, well, nothing, ma- tell me. I said, well, my son, he got admission into medical school, and we don't even know where to begin. And I was oh, don't worry about that, we'll sponsor him. He actually got admission? That's fantastic. So... They paid his way through medical school. The father wasn't happy that he was going away from home. He was grumbling and complaining that, look, you are the only boy, the first child, your two sisters can't be carpenters. You're going to let my company go down? Mm -mm -mm. He didn't even listen. He just went up to university. Do you know that it was at the boy's graduation that the father prostrated on the floor and was crying and was apologizing to this boy and saying, I'm sorry. I almost derailed your destiny. I almost stopped our family from getting out of poverty. Now you're a doctor and I thank God. Now, this is for people whose parents have told them that they can never amount to anything because they're poor. This is for people who believe that because they're from stricken homes or they grew up in poverty or they never had anything or their generations to come have never been anything successful that this you cannot be broken with them of course it can God has a different destiny for you just hold on to him and ask him to, to bless you and meet you at your point of need you can rewrite your own destiny all you have to do is believe now what you think is who you are and how you react if you think you were poor, you will be poor. If you think you are rich, you will be rich because you'll begin to do things that will make you rich. Now, if it is some people that are holding you back, get rid of them. Get them out of your life. If they're not going to move you forward, then you don't need to be around them. You need to be around positive people who will motivate you. Go and look for people who know better than you. A one-eyed man in a blind man's town is a blind man. But a one-eyed man in people who have two eyes down is definitely order. You will strive to be better. And that's what you need to do. When I believe and I hope and I pray that I bless someone this morning and that I can make a difference in your life. Now get a pen and paper and start to rewrite your destiny. Start to make an effort. Start to change your story. Your story doesn't have to be that of woe and disaster. It will be that of success, happiness and joy and fulfillment. God bless you as you listen to this message. I thank you guys for always being here. And I don't forget that I love you. But also remember to be a blessing and make a difference. Have a wonderful week. And don't forget to go on the website, www.shereallyhills.com. This is She Hills Checking Out. I love you guys.